0: All right, you got ten minutes. Cause we're late already. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> if you have plans before eleven thirty in the morning on Sunday, and you need to sneak out, that's cool. You're not gonna offend me if you have to sneak out. Like I, I hold that sacred. If you've got stuff going on, so don't, don't, no, nah, don't. Everybody get up and leave right now, though. <laughs> I guess that would be that would be bad. <clears throat> Do y'all remember this thing? Uh, Uh, Here's the church. Here's the steeple. Open the doors and see all the people. You guys remember that? Uh, That's about how deep we're going to get today. Because I I really tried to make this uh, as uh, as short as possible. But we are focusing on the creed, uh, the Apostles' Creed. And the section that we're going to talk about today is that uh, one that starts, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. And we're going to focus on the Holy Catholic Church and the communion of saints. If you look around uh, this, this room, there's like 330 chairs in here right now. Uh, and there was a time where Grace on a Sunday would worship this many people. And you can look around now and see that that's not where we are right now. People have entered the seldom or never attending church category more often, and it's because they will only get behind something that they feel is worth doing. We don't have to look any further uh, than this room to, to see that. In other words, they'll commit time and energy and action to activities And causes that they believe are important or that benefit them in some way. Just remembering through some of these slides that we talked about with these graduates and and the service that they've given. And and they were all very humble in in the stuff that they turned in. Because I know we could fill up pages of things that they were involved in. Where they gave back to their community, back to their school, and back to others. So think about this. If we sit here (coughs) looking at all of these empty seats... Does our conclusion become, well, there must be something wrong with the people that are staying away? What is wrong with these people that are staying away? And I hope you're with me in saying that conclusion cannot be correct. Listen to these words in Acts. This is Acts chapter 2, verse 42 through 47. This should sound familiar. And enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And this, this was the church. They didn't spend time worrying about whether people went to church because they were too busy being the church. They weren't worried about how many fingers were missing from this preschool demonstration. Instead, they were were taking their hands and and going and doing something as the church. They sold, they gave to those in need, they met together, they ate together, and it says they were full of joy. So the church is its people, and the people are the church. And, And what draws people in, and I think we could agree that it's the mission, people want to know that they can be loved, and they want a community where they can show that love in return. And when we stop asking, how do we get people here, and we start asking, how can we serve people where they are, then we're really living up to our purpose as a church. And in fact, we would then have become, as the creed states, the holy Catholic church. That's funny, as I type that last line, uh, thank goodness word gives you the little squiggles when you're an engineer and you can't spell, uh, but it gave me a little blue squiggle under lowercase Catholic and uh, lowercase holy, and I had to laugh a little bit, because I, you might have seen when you read through the creed earlier that we have like 16 asterisks, and it's like lowercase, and there's like, I feel like there's a subtitle, like, no, no, you don't understand, it's not like we're saying anything bad about the Catholic church, it's something else completely different, but we never have time to explain it, because we're trying to get through it, because the youth pastor is going to go way too long, and we have to make sure that everybody gets out by 11:30. Which I appreciate that today. But the Greek word for church is ecclesia, and it means called out. So we are a non biological family, a tribe, if you will, that is open to anyone and everyone who God has called out of the world. And listen to this uh, very carefully. We're not called out to leave anyone or anything behind. God doesn't call us out of the things that we've experienced in this world so we can forget about those things, so we can forget about those people that we got called out from. He does not call us to leave anyone behind. It's more like we've been called forward from the crowd to do something, to perform a a special task. What's the the movie where she says, I volunteer in tribute? What was that? Hunger Games? Yeah, kind of like that. We have been called forward as the church. The, uh, the priest back in, in the Old Testament time uh, would have to be consecrated. They'd have to be uh, uh, ceremoniously clean. They'd have to be almost holy to do some of the activities that were required of them in the temple. They had to be cleansed. They had to be purified before they could do that. In essence... They were being made holy before they could handle these priestly duties. And it's no different with the church. And it's very easy to get caught up in this notion that people in the church are better or holier than those in the world. And that's a very bad place to be. Because we cannot look down on people who are outside of the church pretending that we're better than them. God has never and will never ask us to do that. But the church is called to be holy, and this is a unique task of performing a service for God to his people, to all of his people. And it's simply this. We are asked to embody God's love for the world. Our vision is making God's grace a reality to all right here at Grace. That's our vision. When we embody God's love to the world, we are making that vision possible when the church is carrying out this mission of embodying god's love then the church is holy so we know who the church is the church is the people we know what it means to be holy it's not a position of power and authority it's a position of being ready to do god's work so what about the lowercase c and catholic and the asterisks and i thought i knew what it was uh, and i had studied enough about it to know that i was on the right path but i really had not given it a lot of thought I, I thought maybe it was our passive aggressive way of poking at the Catholic Church, like like uppercase Catholic Church. I thought that's like, oh, we'll show you, we'll make it lowercase, because isn't that what churches do sometimes? like if we don't like something you're doing, then we'll say it a little different or do it a little different, and well, you can't dunk people for baptism, we 'll just sprinkle them, and ours is better than yours. Like are we going to get caught up in that legalistic part of it? So I thought maybe. Maybe. John Wesley was a passive-aggressive guy and said, you know what? Let's, uh, let's keep a lowercase C in there. I don't know. But the word, the lowercase word Catholic simply means universal. The, the church is not an American thing. The church is the world made up of people from all backgrounds, all countries, cultures, and languages. The universal church is how some people relate to it best. We call it Christ's universal church that means everywhere around the globe where the love of christ is being shared to somebody they are part of christ's universal church when we do those things we are part of christ's universal church and sometimes we can use these uh, uh words like being kingdom focused and kingdom focused is a great word to say it's harder to really really mean what you say kingdom focus is saying you know what if you are going to be connected at a church and that's the church that you're going to go to and participate in and serve in and feel fulfilled and it's not grace, we have to be okay with that. And, and I, think, I think we are. We would love for everybody to be here. We would love to everybody, for everybody to experience God's grace in this place. But we know that that's not going to fit for everybody. Being kingdom focused is saying you need to be at the place where you're going to be fed spiritually. Because I guarantee if somebody is really living out the thing that they're called to do and you know them and they're at a different church, there's going to be a time when your path will cross and God's going to do something amazing. We're going to be able to understand that we can exist in two different spaces as Christ's universal church, being kingdom focused for the benefit of those who need to hear about Christ's love. And that's a beautiful place to be. When we recite this line, the holy, lowercase c, Catholic Church, we are understanding that we are more than a person in a seat in a local church. Instead, we're part of a community who's actively embodying God's love for the world. And graduates, for you, I I can't urge you enough to seek out this community in your next steps. You will have options at campus. You will have options if you stay home. uh, There will be ways for you to get connected Go to one, and if it's weird, then don't go back. That's okay. Go to another one, though. Don't give up because the first time you went, the youth pastor preached, and he was a weird guy, and you didn't want to go back. Give it another shot, or or find another place where they're preaching Christ's love, and they're teaching you how to share that love with the world. This identity that we find in church should be the thing that pushes us forward, because nowhere else can we hear about this social movement that God has unleashed on the world except in church. And nowhere else will we learn that God has chosen us to be agents of light and life and love. And nowhere else will we learn that we are on God's team. We will find out that we are saints. And that takes me to our next spot, the communion of of saints. Saints aren't just people given this, this title long after their work. But when, when Paul wrote letters to the churches, he often addressed them to the saints, meaning that all who were dearly loved by God. And as we understand the Bible as our connection to God, we can also appreciate that this list of saints includes people not only throughout this world, but also throughout time. And the reference in the Apostles' Creed to the communion of saints is a statement that all whom God has chosen for the mission of loving the world, no matter where they lived, no matter when they lived, are connected to one another. We are the communion of saints. Our high school Bible class spends a year on one chapter from Hebrews over their course of four years uh, in high school. It's often referred to as the by-faith chapter. It's Hebrews 11 And it's kind of like you have this guide leading you through all these characters from the Old Testament. Uh, And and some names are very well known and some names are easily forgotten. But they were all people who God chose to play a part in this divine mission. And he trusted uh, each of them enough and kept their promises with them. And that was enough to keep them going forward, to keep them taking uh, this love out into the world for doing the things that God had asked them to do. And then towards the end of this chapter, the the tour guide, if you will, points us to the most important person of faith. And that is Jesus. He is faith's perfecter. And because of Jesus, we are forever joined to those who have gone before us. We're connected to those who are doing the work now. We're connected to those who are going to do the work after we leave this place. They are now as Hebrews 12:1 says, a great cloud of witnesses surrounding us, and I know that they're cheering us on. I'd like to invite the band to, to come back up as I close out. So if, if being the church matters more than going to church, how concerned should we be about those that don't come? After all, couldn't we just love them outside of church? And, and yes, we could, and we can, and we should, but the church Gathered together for worship and service is a visible sign that God's future is on the way, or at least a future we can start living into right now here on earth. It does not have to be something that we wait for. And let me be clear about this. It does not have to be 10,000 people in a stadium. It does not have to be uh, 330 people at Grace Community. There was a time when Nick went to Young Life with me, and it was me and Nick, and that was it. And we were at somebody else's house, and the guy's house that we were at worked that night. He wasn't even there. That's weird. Thank God I knew Nick because it was. No, it wasn't because we knew each other, but imagine if it was somebody I'd never met walking through, and they're like, oh, you're the Young Life guy? Like, bro, where's everybody at? But God planned that night for me and Nick to spend 45 minutes together just talking about everything. So don't ever overlook the one-on-one conversations, and don't ever overlook the times where you're around groups of people that you can have an influence on them because God wants to use us. Ephesians 1.10 says, God has planned to bring all things together in Christ, and, and in the church we see this take shape. We find the energy to carry it out, and we share it with everyone that we can. stand and join us in this last song wanna sing my hope is built together built of nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest but wholly trust in Jesus' My hope is built.
1: My hope is built.
0: Praise church. Graduates, you are the church. And and let these empty seats be a representation of those people we know out in this world who deserve to know and feel and experience the love of Christ. And then trust that God is going to give you the power to go and share that with him. Go in his power and go in his peace. Amen.